Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Thursday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we like to start the show each and every day with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Is there a ghost in the machine again? Well, hopefully not. But there is a ghost at Booger King. I'm Burger King, excuse me. Yes, in fact, um, I want you to hear about this latest spectacular creation. So. Okay, it's it's what? a sandwich at Burger King. What? The Nightmare King claims to induce nightmares because it's so, quote, scary good. You can get it free on Postmates, by the way. We should remember this if we're trying to get this for cheat day tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that you can get it uh, free delivery from Postmates. We're available with promo code, quote, scary good. Anyway, it, for those of you who can't see, it's like a Frankenstein burger. Uh, green bun, chicken, bacon, burger. Oh my god! So there's gosh. a chicken patty, a bacon, pieces of bacon, and a burger with some cheese and some onions and some mayo. So clearly, if that doesn't give your sleep a nightmare, it might just give your tummy one. Wow, mm. that is an intense, mm. that's an intense burger. Remember we already did this kind of with the black burger, right? the the whopper with the black bun that gave us a green experience oh, like big buns and i cannot lie mm-hmm. especially if they're made with dye oh good job nice that was good with that impro- those improv les- lessons really thank you they really thank did you. a number yes, on you and um this is called the nightmare king by the way it is available for the low, low price of $6.39. And Holly is very excited because there is something to wash down the Nightmare King with that trips her fan- fancy-tastic. Her fantasy. Thank you. You're welcome. See what it's she did there? the black cherry Fanta beverage. It's called the Scary Black Cherry. I, I will say, I got to give props, mad props indeed, to Burger King because they are embracing Halloween. Yeah. Probably better than any other fast food restaurant. I'm kind of hoping they'll next year maybe they'll do like a hot dog, like a Halloweeny. 
Oh, good one. Yeah. I think we should be able to submit some ideas. Because mm-hmm. that's a good idea. Okay, Halloweeny. Can we get a Halloweeny? Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Okay, so uh, yesterday in the afternoon, actually right at the very end of our show, Orange is the New Black posted uh, a tweet with a video attached that um, explained that we would be saying goodbye to our favorite ladies uh, from Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay. Hey, y'all. We got some news. The final season is coming. Those are your ladies from uh, Litchfield Prison saying bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. You, you probably, you know, nobody, I mean. It's I'm not kind surprised. Of, okay. I'll say yeah, it. that's what I was going to say. I'll say it. This doesn't really surprise me Run for its course, sure. Has it? For me, it has. Now, that said, I you know, I know Alexis enjoyed this la- the season that's currently available on Netflix. Um, I just, for me, it just didn't, um, we just didn't get super into it. It, I, it felt like it was going to take a, a, a little bit for me to understand why I should keep watching. And that you really need to grip me within the first episode maybe two in order in order to keep me you know that's it's just it's not every show like we've said this how many times um needs to be told for this long well and the thing about orange is the new black is that it started really being about the actual book orange is the new black um that is was written by a woman who really had this experience and then it kind of it was a fictionalized account based like, on the keep, book. Keep it coming. Something's right. gotta, we gotta do stuff. And so then they had to kind of create something around it. And that's fine and that's good. Um, and it's creative and it's wonderful and yay. But to your point, Bradley, it doesn't necessarily mean it needs to go on and on and on and on and on forever. Yeah. When the, when the story kind of is coming to the point where it's told, it's better to end it before it gets to be... To the point where people are like, oh, okay, Yeah, bye. exactly. It's better to leave when it's at a good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay, speaking of stories uh, that need to be told... Oh. We told we talked about this a little bit yesterday. So the Connors premiered on Tuesday night. Yep, Tuesday night. Tuesday night, and then yesterday we heard Roseanne's reaction to the show she created going on without her. Yeah. Um, well, today what we have is the TV Becky, played by uh, Lacey Goranson. Yes, Lacey talking about. Roseanne's reaction to the Connors. I know it sounds kind of meta, but hear what she had to say. I mean, that seems frightfully honest. Yeah, and I, I have to say, I appreciate what she, how she sort of shared her reaction to that because, um, truly, she was almost out of a job because of the actions of Ro- Roseanne. Yeah. And there was a time when they were all affected by the actions of their former sort of leader. Yeah. Um, the matriarch of their mm-hmm. TV family. There certainly was a time where there probably were a lot of very complicated feelings. Oh, and there probably still are. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And now, you know, and now they've sort of been able to kind of resolve for themselves the ability to go forward and continue to tell the story. 
And she's able to kind of to hear Roseanne's grief, which is kind of how we talked about it yesterday. And and yeah, acknowledge because, that because it's it's honest is what I appreciate about what she just said there. And, um, you know, it can't be easy for any of them. It's awkward, I'm sure, when you're doing interviews, because, you know, you've probably got your own personal feelings and then you have the feelings that you don't want to get in. Or I should say you don't want those personal feelings to get in the way of how you're talking about the show. You don't want to become a distraction, right? You right. don't want to become the story. So you want to keep your comments you know, relatively mitigated until such time as you can maybe speak more thoughtfully. But as an initial response from her, this this just sounds completely um, genuine, right? Like she probably, I'm sure they all have mixed feelings. Right. They all miss Roseanne because they wouldn't be doing the show, Roseanne, mm-hmm. if they didn't feel strongly about Roseanne Barr. Now, again, you have to remember that when the the show first was rebooted, um, last year, all of these people signed on to work again with her, knowing that she had some baggage, right? right? And they were taking a chance. And nothing in life is guaranteed. So when the things happened, uh, you know, courtesy of Roseanne's Twitter account, I'm sure many of them were like, well, okay, we knew this wasn't going to mm-hmm. be perfect. It probably wasn't a huge shock, but. What I'm saying is, I think that the people that are involved kind of knew that something like this was potentially possible and knew this about Roseanne. And so therefore probably have some complex feelings about Roseanne. And it's not as easy as like, she's a horrible person and I'm moving on with my life. It's very much like this is a person who's complicated and I don't agree with everything she says, but I think that she's got something genuine and something unique that we can be a part of. Also it's a job. And, um, and I'm sure it's not easy to sort of just, you know, excise her and the feelings you've might have had for her over the years, decades, in fact, right. for her. I mean, because that's the other part that I that I sort of think about and take into account is the fact that uh, for Lacey Gorenson, this when she started the show, she was very young, um, as were her TV brother and sister. Um, and they've had a relationship with Roseanne through their childhood and into their adult years. Right. So that's a very long time to to have spent the majority of your life with some sort of relationship to Roseanne, who was an adult for that entire relationship. Right. Yeah. So her formative years, yeah, she so spent she... kind of looking up to this woman. Um, and so the reverence that she still sort of has in that conversation, I just respect the way that she uh, that she, she shared her feelings there. When we come back, uh, Holly Roberts is going to share her feelings about all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. It's getting dirty in here. It is. Holly Roberts has brought all that dirt with a dirt alert. Hey, Hals. Yes, things are getting dirty, specifically in your grocery store aisle. Oh. And that's because of the Golden Girls cereal. Yes, queen! Give me some cereal! Well, Bradley, it's going to cost you because apparently... The Golden Girls cereal is so popular that people are starting to put it on eBay. No. And bids are ranging anywhere from $10 to $25 and higher. A oh box God, of Golden Girls dumb. Funko cereal just sold for $30.50. Now the cereal retails for $8. And the Golden Girls cereal, they're not, it's not shaped 
like the no, golden. There's nothing girls. golden girls about it. It's no. turquoise Fruit Loops. Yes. However, there is a free. Uh, gift with purchase, and I must have the cereal. Yes, the free gift with purchase is a Funko figurine of one of the Golden Girls. Yeah. I want to know what the licensing thing is here. Like, who has to license this stuff? Because how does Funko get to make Golden Girls cereal? Oh, how do they get to make the cereal? Because I wish somebody who actually cared about the Golden Girls was making the cereal. Because I want some, like, B. Arthur cheesecake-flavored, you know... I will say to oh, your you mean, point, yeah. they did it wrong. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of silly. Like they, anybody can slap some pictures of the Golden Girls. I mean, I could have done this. I could have bought, you know, a bunch of Fruit Loops and just wrapped them with some printed off pictures of the Golden Man, Girls. Might just do that now, but yeah. shoved, that's a good idea. shoved a little like <laughs> clothespin figurine of B, uh, of Betty White in the in a box and and given it to you and said, Bradley, I got you mm. some Golden Girls cereal. You? I'm kind of bummed. I still could. I did check Amazon.com this morning because I okay. First of all, I'll bring everybody up to speed. Because I said the other day I was going to Target. I was going to get some for you. Yeah, what happened to that? Well, I went to Target. Rude. And I found the guy wearing the khakis and the red shirt in the cereal aisle. And I pulled up an article about it. Because I'd gone up and down the cereal aisle creepily like four times. I pulled it up on my phone, an article about it. And I went and showed it to him. And I said, do you have these? Because I wanted the article that said that they were at Target. Yeah. And he looked at the article, and then he went into his little computer, beep, boop, boop, beep, and he goes, not yet. Mm. And I said, oh, uh, not yet. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. So you don't have them yet. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. So I was like, okay, I'll come back for those. And then this morning, we were talking about them, and it sounds like they're like gone all over the place. Interesting. So then I went to Amazon.com, listed at like $85. Yeah, and the reason that um, is, is because the Golden no. Girls cereal is a Target exclusive, and also the company that makes it, Funko, they said, uh, Funko, excuse me, that there are no plans to make more Golden Girls cereal once it runs out of stock. Meaning... Yeah, nice try, because the, the minute they realize how much people are paying for this, I feel like they're like, uh, fire up the kiln! Right. Mm-hmm. Or I, don't, I guess not a kiln. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to make, make pottery. pottery cereal? They should. That's great. I would good eat I- it. Good idea. Good fiber. Mm. All right, so we shall see whether or not... We get our hands on a Golden Girls box of cereal. In the meantime, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, they're in Australia. And Meghan Markle receives some special gifts from some children, including but not limited to a tiara and a necklace made of pasta. Okay, the pasta necklace, cute, right? Kids, I think she already has a couple of those tiara things. Are you going to... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Crush that little girl's dream, Colleen. Sorry, what? It was a little boy, by the way. No, he gave... Oh. The pasta necklace. Yeah. The little girl. I just wanted the little boy to get his due. He did. For making a necklace. His name was Gavin, it's and he cute. gave Meghan Markle a gold-painted pasta necklace. That's adorable. He said, I made you a necklace, and it had ribbon that uh, was included in that. Very cute. And the little girl, I don't think she made the tiara herself. You got it at Party City? Probably. Party City. <laughs> also, <laughs> Meghan Markle and Harry holding hands, you guys. Oh, they are holding hands you know, while I'm they're in Australia. You, these, young, mm. these young royals and their PDAs, I, you know. It's better than their PDF. Is it, though? Those are informative. They're PDFs. Think about it. Um. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to put that over here. <laughs> That's and what then, she said. Yuck. This oh, is a, please. This is a family oh, program. Would you like to share with the audience what you were talking about before we started the show today? I don't think so. We, Next. We don't have time for that, but we do have time to talk about some celebrity real estate. Justin mm-hmm. Bieber and Haley Baldwin, they were spotted house hunting in the Hollywood Hills yesterday, uh, looking at houses that used to belong to Rihanna and Demi Lovato. So uh, the 5,500 square foot home uh, that was put on the market uh, in September actually is now worth $9.5 million. That would be uh, the asking price for Rihanna's house, Demi Lovato. Uh, has her house worth about $9 million on the market. Okay, mm. can we talk about this? Because I kind of feel like this might be a little bit tacky. Is this not the house that Demi Lovato Built. just put <laughs> on the market because this is the one where she had the overdose that landed her in the hospital that and is correct. almost died? Yes, that I is correct. I just don't know that... But, I get that it's real estate, but yeah. I just don't know that that would be PR that I'd be interested in in having. having being right that if we're going to be looking at this house, which fair enough, the house is on the real estate market. Yep. that maybe we're going to keep this a little private. Yeah, I just don't know that I'd be that. Just I, it, I just that didn't make me feel good. You know, I think we can say that perhaps Haley Baldwin uh, called Page Six and told them that they were looking at real estate, specifically this house, so that it would make headlines. And it did. And it did. Done and done. I know. They're both really nice houses, by the way. I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, Holly. Thanks for all that great dirt. Hi, Robert. All right. When we come back, (laughs) we need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. If you want to play our 30 second pop culture challenge, 30 seconds, five pop culture questions, get them all right, you'll win a prize. And that prize is going to be a strip show. Sucks. Spoiler alert. Just call, play the game. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions, get them all right, you'll win a prize, but only at 12 30 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show. But on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, everything juvenile. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, mm-hmm. and your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? 
That's a great question, Bradley. Thank you for asking it. I'm going to tell you. When Holly gets off the the phone. phone. It's Gail. Oh, Gail's on the line. Hi, Gail. Hello. Guess what you're playing for, Gail? What? A pair of tickets to Thunder from Down Under at Mystic Lake Casino (laughs) Friday, November 2nd. Get your dollar bills ready. I got tons of them. Yeah, you do. Well, here we go. The timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. The show Riverdale is about what comic book character? Archie. What is the name of Mickey Mouse's dog? Pluto. The mirror. Yep. The the mirror ball trophy is top prize on what reality competition series? Dancing with the Stars. The Pillsbury Doughboy also goes by what name? Poppin' Fresh. Cher Horowitz is the lead character in what movie? Uh, um, 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 uh, oh, it's the one, it's, it's, it's Clueless. Yay! Strippers! Strippers! Hot strippers. men, hot men, hot oh, men, oh. hot men, dollar bills, dollar bills. Oh, yeah. Gail, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Have Congrats, a fun Gail. time. Woo! I have to say, the Thunder from Down Under is my they favorite male reveal. I can't even do that. Thank you for that. Also, the thunder from down under uh, describes me most days after a bowl of chili. Okay. Great job, Gail. (laughs) I couldn't resist. Oh, my gosh. Happy Thursday, everyone. Now that we're done playing the 30-second pop culture challenge, we like to solve mysteries. We do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment titled Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a television star who is A-minus list. TV star A-minus. Yes, that is the person who is the subject of this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. She might be the smartest person on television. For sure, probably one who is A-minus list. One show where she is the lead is ending... But she already has latched on to a new one where she says she really dislikes going to work with all the drama on again, off again relationship between her co-stars. Hmm. Is that like okay. somebody from Orange is the New Black? Uh, okay, well, hmm. Oh, then Big Bang Theory are? Yes, the Big Bang Theory. Kaylee Quackadoodle? No, think about the smartest person. Oh, my Abby oh, Alex. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to breastfeed my child till I'm 40 or till, till it's they're 40. 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. My Bialik. Okay. What's uh, the new show? Yeah, let's fill in the blanks and then you can tell us a little bit more. Okay. My Bialik probably is the smartest person on television. The Big Bang Theory is ending, but she's already latched on to a new show where Maya Bialik says she really dislikes going to work with all the drama on again, off again relationship between all of her co-stars. What show is she doing? I'm not exactly sure. It might be one a show called The News Tank, or it might be a show called The Inspector Chronicles. Or maybe she's tired of all the drama on the set of The Big Bang mm. Theory, and she's happy that the show will be ending. Huh. huh. I have, can I just also say, like, Mayim Bialik, I loved her on Blossom, and I was a big fan of the movie Beaches. Um, but I don't, like, she fascinates me because she is so smart. And mildly annoying. And mildly annoying. But mm-hmm. but she is so smart. It always is, I've always found it interesting that she's always chosen to go back to acting. Because she made a conscious effort to leave acting yeah. 
to focus on academics and then went back to acting. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I wouldn't be surprised if she's actually addressed that at some point because she's such a thoughtful person. Yeah, probably. That, that I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a YouTube talk because remember, she's got that like YouTube series where she talks right. about how, um, you know, basically how to be the right kind of mom. See, then I'd have to listen through all of that gobbledygook. Like, why? And I'm just not in the mood. She did a video. Why I stopped having children. Did I need to know? No, really? no, actually. Do you want to know why I didn't have children? Do you really? Because I don't think you do. Are you going to do a YouTube video about that, Bradley? I might Trina? just do it mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. for her. Fun. It's going to be an easy YouTube video mm-hmm. because I said so. I don't want them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Thank you. Uh, Let's think about a aging permanent A-list musician slash frequent reality star slash frequent husband. Yes. And let's think about his actress significant other. Mm -hmm. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Apparently, this aging permanent A-list musician slash frequent reality star slash frequent husband had a procedure several years ago to make sure he doesn't have more kids. Oh, that's smart. This will probably come as a shock to his actress significant other who wants children. Mm. Uh, Flava Flav? Uh, Sorry, you fit the bill. I Where feel like... the heck did you get Flava Flav from? I was thinking from? about a frequent reality star. Is this like a... It's not... A, this isn't like a Nick Lachey. Not a Nick Lachey. Uh, Are we close? No, you're not close. Now, this person was never necessarily the star of their own reality television series. However, they were attached to a person who was a star of a reality television series. They also have daughters who are in the entertainment industry. Uh, This person's significant other was also on Arnie? Who? Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. No. He's a not musician? a musician, nor is he Do a reality you have an star. Album? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Arnold. Okay. My name is Arnold. Yeah. That's his album. Okay. Once, <laughs> twice, <laughs> three, three times, times a lady. lady. Cute guys. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, no, think about somebody. Uh, this this relationship uh, caused a, a media stir when they made it official by getting engaged to each other. He's old, she's not. Uh-huh. And then people were talking about that. Uh-huh. And how shocking it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to She was on American Idol, the actress girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um it's the Catherine McPhee and the Foster. Yes, David, David Foster. David Foster. Oh. Oh. Yes. Here's your blind item. Apparently, okay. David Foster had a little snip snip a couple of years ago to make sure he doesn't have more kids. This will probably come as a shock to Catherine McPhee, who wants kids. Yikes. Yeah, that makes it difficult. I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's kind of the point. Yeah, logistics, you know? Fan. Wow. Yeah, well, you can right. get it reattached. Apparently, that is not an easy... It's sort of like... Well, if you're rich and, you know, she wants it bad enough. But what I mean is it's not... Uh, it's like the tattoo removal. It's not... It's like not a easy yeah. procedure, meaning not comfortable. Mm. It's easy it's painful. to do it. Yes. But, but then... But it's not comfortable and it's painful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fun. Moving on. Yay! 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 
Uh, let's think about an A minus list, mostly movie actress slash celebrity offspring. Fun. That person, the subject of this blind item from Crazy Days and Nights.net. She seems like a big movie star because of that franchise she had. The thing is, though, if her new movie is a bomb, this A minus list, mostly movie actress slash celebrity offspring is going to start getting shut out of the good roles. Okay. Celebrity offspring franchise. Yes, she had a franchise. Okay. Was it a superhero franchise? No, I was not. Uh, is she on the younger side? I presently. Be- I believe that she is under 30 years old. Okay. Okay. In a movie mm-hmm. franchise. Yes. Movie. Oh, is it um what's her name? Yeah. What's her name? Oh, Dakota her? Johnson. Oh, good job, Bradley. That was good. Well done. Okay, fill in the blank. Dakota Johnson seems like a big movie star because of the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise. The thing is, though, if her new movie is a bomb, Dakota Johnson is going to start getting shut out of the good roles. What is her to the job of acting? Yeah, right. What is her next movie? It's something like Strange Things Afoot at the Circle K. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So is that sort of like a... Bill and Ted's excellent is it, adventure. Is it like a spinoff I, of Bill and Ted's? I wish. Ah, it's a movie. Remember, Bradley, a couple weeks ago, you were looking at a shirtless gif of a Hemsworth? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah, like, that one. You can one. never forget that. Shirtless uh, Chris Hemsworth gift that was Bad from a times movie at the el royale yes. oh, yeah. See, close enough yeah, yeah. Strange, strange things are afoot at the circle k, k. close right. enough i wish that All was right. the movie um okay so we're if this one doesn't go well she might be in bad shape yeah. i mean it doesn't surprise me and i'll be perfectly if i'm being honest like okay watching her in 50 shades of gray that did, was not a particularly demanding role in terms of I mean, didn't she just like have to get spanked? Her a lot? character was very much like watching paint dry, just to begin with. So it wasn't like she had a great opportunity to show her acting chops. <laughs> so this will really be the proving ground. Yes, is all I'm saying. Yes, good blind item. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Holly. Those You're were welcome. good. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. And frankly, Will Smith, for that matter, are working my last nerve. All right. I'll tell you why when we come back. I'm pretty sure uh, that they're going to work all your last nerves as well Good. for this reason. Like we'll be that. back after this on my talk 1071. Uh, the Smiths, Jada Pinkett, and Will are working my last nerve on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071, streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and I'm going to tell you right now why they are. Listen, I'm telling you, you getting on my last nerve. Colleen and Bradley present Working My Last Nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve. Okay, so you know that we've heard Jada Pinkett Smith say in the past that she refers to Will Smith as her life partner. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> so apparently she's going to explain to all of us primitive Neanderthals why we yeah. who are not as evolved as they are yeah. 
uh, are still down here in the dark ages where we refer to relationships, mm-hmm. maybe as marriages yep. or as relationships. No, they're evolved. They're evolved. Um, she's going to explain that to us on her red table oh. chats okay, that's with her husband. Like sort of her Mount Olympus where she sets forth. Yeah. Her uh, prescriptions for life. This is what is working my last nerve about them is that th- that this is like her new idea is this whole notion that like she and Will Smith have figured marriage out in a way that the rest of us, we can't possibly know. However many billions of people roaming the earth who are just having our regular relationships, they've got it figured out and they're going to tell us all about it. Why we need to dissolve the our pretenses about marriage and move into this new elevated sense of a relationship called a life partnership. Well, the, the thing is, I don't even think that there's anything elevated about it other than the word is different. And this is common, you know, of, uh, you know, like conscious uncoupling. It's called divorce. It's called ending a relationship. Whatever you call it, it's still the same thing. There is nothing different. Now, if in following a divorce, you decide that you want to maintain a relationship with a person because you have children together. Okay, that's a totally normal thing that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. There is nothing unique about conscious uncoupling as described or uh, credited to um, Gwyneth Paltrow. In the same way, I don't think there's anything particularly evolved other than maybe word choice um, for what Will and Jada are talking about yeah, see, when it that, comes to their marriage. And that's actually, I mean, that's sort of my response to it, which is like, okay, yeah, so you call it a life a life partnership or a, you call him your also, life partner. That's just a mnemonic device for you to help you define whatever is going on in your relationship. And, you know, then she'll try to like backtrack it and try to explain it to us again, because we're primitive and she's evolved, Yeah, you know, like I needed a this different form to dissolve all the expectations that I had of marriage. Yeah. This is what she's saying to people of why she's done this. I needed to do that to see will outside of husband and see him as a human being. And I'm thinking to myself like, okay, I mean, that's fine that you have created this, in your own relationship because you were having an issue. So you've created this exercise for yourself and that works yep. for, awesome you. for you. Great. Yep. Um, but she says, you know, I, you know, we all have expectations, but like, this is what a husband is. And this is what a wife is. I started dissolving all the ideas and expectations and labels in order to evolve the meaning of our okay. relationship. Here's the thing that I want to tell people who have evolved relationships, mm-hmm. because this is, I mean, there's a couple of different directions you could go with this. Cause I think everybody at some point thinks that they've discovered a new way to do things that nobody else has done. Yeah. I'm like one of those people where every time I think, of, think that I'm unique, I'm like, there are probably a thousand different people who've had this very same experience or you know when you tend to read history for a while you tend to see oh we've already thought this we've already done this how did we deal with that before blah 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 blah. it's called like i don't know paying attention and having a little bit of perspective but when it comes to for example you know relationships like oh we've decided we're going to have an open relationship that's another common Mm -hmm. thing often ascribed to Mm -hmm. this couple um okay awesome great you know what? I'm glad that works for you. Here's the thing. I don't think that works for everyone. And most importantly, I have serious doubts that it actually works for you. Here's why. People have been having these types of relationships. That is you and I, like you and your husband, my partner and I, those kinds of relationships have been around a very long time. So when somebody tells me they've figured out something new and unique, I think, huh, 
I wonder why more people aren't doing it then. Right. right? Mm-hmm. It's not to say you can't do things differently. We all have mm-hmm. our own uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's, but it's the judgment piece of it or the, the pre, uh, condescending is maybe the right word. I don't know. It's this notion that you've happened upon something unique that nobody else has, or therefore you are kind of, um, we keep using this, the word elevated, but, uh, evolved, evolved, uh, more, more smartest. Yes. You're more intelligent. Right. You're more refined. You've you've reached a new sort of plane of relationship. It's the same thing. And you know, I have so many examples of this, but think about like people like who don't want traditional. I'm, I'm going to enter a territory. It's that's fine. Uncomfortable. Go, just go. Traditional religion. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't like the the church because of blah blah blah. Okay, awesome. So then they happen upon something totally out there, right? right. That is non traditional. Uh huh. And they think somehow that they have evolved and have a better understanding of how the universe works. Well, that may or may not be true. But for the most part, it's really just the same thing. You're just wearing different clothes. Yeah. You're just wearing uh-huh. a different outfit. You just for have the different occasion. names for different so, things. Like and, my yeah. aunt was like, I, she hated to the traditional church, blah, blah, blah. Then she had her own like system with odd rules and mm-hmm. weird things that didn't make sense to a lot of people. And I'm like, it's kind of the same thing. So... I guess if you just need, if you're one of those people who just needs to call it something different, mm-hmm. go for it. As long as it's actually working for you. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith is I doubt that any of this is actually working for them. Meaning, any better than it does for any of the rest of right. us. Yeah. Right. Well, and and again, the notion that, that, they, that they are in a position to sort of educate all of the world about this new perspective on a relationship or even just the the sense that a relationship evolves and changes. Yeah, they do. I just don't know that everybody talks about that and not necessarily that that's a bad thing. I think we're just sort of like living in our relationships and we don't feel the need to step outside of it and talk to everybody on a, on a a platform about it. Right. We're just kind of getting through it. Well, and if you do talk about it, relate to people. Right. Don't talk about how you're different than their experience, because generally that drives people away from the message you're trying to give. When we come back... Namaste I'm like, right here. Uh, yes. Namaste right where you are. When we come back, question for you. What's the best way to store family memories in 2018? Luxury exemplified. Innovation electrified. The all-new, all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz. And NetApp, where dare we say in love with the cloud? And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com love to see how amazing the cloud can be.